At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Day, everybody. It's a good day to have a good day, and Lord knows your girl needs it after just the brutal betting performance I had yesterday. Today we got a bounce back. I'm Stormy Bon and Tony hanging out with you over the next hour. We're live from downtown Las Vegas at our wonderful studio inside Circus Sportsbook. And I mean, even Middle Tennessee State, the holy grail of covering machines, couldn't come through against the Charlotte 49ers for me last night. But fortunately, we've got some tremendous guests today who are going to give us a number of their best plays for tonight in college basketball, in the NBA, in the NHL. So really excited. Dan Leach of the Detroit City Cat will join us in just a few moments for the first half hour. We'll also have Steve Buchanan of DraftKings talk through what is the latest with the Major League Baseball situation as well as the NFL Combine names to watch. Derek Stevens as well, owner and CEO here at Circle, will join us in studio at the end of the hour. So you won't want to miss a minute of it. And let's, as we do always day on the show, jump into our top five stories, things you need to know that impact us from a betting perspective, starting with last night. James Harden had a day in his Philly debut putting up 26 points against the Knicks. The newest 76er also came within one rebound and an assist of a triple-double playing his first game in the city of brotherly love. Philly came back from a 16-point deficit to win the game 123-108, easily covering the 10.5-point spread. In his three games now since joining the team, Harden's gone over on his points prop every time. Philly has covered every game as well, so I'd expect bookmakers to get a little bit more aggressive with those numbers here coming up. Right now, the 76ers in third place in the Eastern Conference. They're also plus 400 to win the NBA Finals. Not worth the bet, though, in division. Minus 400 in the Atlantic. Now, speaking of comebacks, Drew Holiday knows a thing or two about completing one of those as evidenced by his clutch play late last night. The Bucks were down 14 points with five and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Came all the way back. Holiday using the body and tight to bank one off the glass for the one-point win with 1.9 seconds remaining. Milwaukee outscored Miami 21-6 down the stretch to earn the win 120-119. to Now the, fa- the Heat face an interesting test tonight as they look to rebound on the second half of a back-to-back against the Brooklyn Nets seeing as Kevin Durant is expected to make his return to the lineup tonight. Brooklyn were two-and-a-half point underdogs earlier this morning now bet to one-and-a-half total 222 and a half and listen, it's no secret the Nets have struggled without KD on the court. 5-16 and 16 since he suffered that left knee sprain back on January 15th and prior to his injury was lighting it up. 29.3 points per game, 7.8 rebounds, 5.8 assists. Ben 
Simmons, meanwhile, week to week for the rest of March and no indication as to when he'll make his Nets debut. Brooklyn currently sitting eighth in the Eastern Conference heading into the game tonight while the Heat remain the top seed in the East. Yet in the futures market, it's Brooklyn that continues to get bet at shorter odds. Plus 250 favorite to win the East, plus 475 for the NBA title, while Miami 10 to 1 to win it all. Number four in our top five, the head coach of the Houston Texans, Lovey Smith, said during his NFL Combine media availability. He has no idea if Deshaun Watson will be on the Texans roster next year, but he thinks both parties will eventually benefit from the situation. Watson, who requested a trade from the Texans in January of 2021, faces 22 lawsuit allegations for sexual assault and inappropriate behavior. He reported to training camp last July, did not play for the Texans all season, but did collect that $10 million paycheck as a 17-game healthy scratch. The Texans currently 152 one to win the Super Bowl and pick third in the upcoming draft could be in the market for a quarterback to build around. Last one here, the NFL and NFLPA have agreed to suspend all aspects of the joint COVID-19 protocols effective immediately as sent out in a memo to NFL clubs earlier today. This means the NFL will no longer implement testing at team facilities. The mask wearing is no longer mandatory regardless of vaccination status. And this is a really important development, I think, for us as betters, not having to worry about asymptomatic players getting pulled for tests, position groups getting knocked out, going into a game less and less likely. For those of us handicapping games, you like to get in on an early number in the week, a lot less risk. Um, COVID certainly very present. It's not going away, but uh, positive steps in football in the country right now with regards to the virus. And uh, speaking of positive steps, always excited to bring in just a bundle of positivity in one of our favorite guests here on My Guys in the Desert, Dan Leach, host of the Detroit CityCast, a regular here on My Guys. How's it feel to be free of tw- Twitter jail, my friend? How are you? Oh, I- I'm free. I'm free at last. It was a uh, stormy. It was a hell of a hell of a thing. You were very helpful. A lot of people on my side. It came down to of all things, the Detroit Pistons breaking me out of Twitter jail. Well, I wasn't in Twitter jail. I just got hacked uh, by probably silly Russians, but it's great. I'm back. You welcome me back. It's been very emotional. Leech's army, all the different wacky fan sites that started doing Twitter for me. Uh, it's great to be back. It means a lot. Good. We're happy to have you back on the social media sphere. And uh, I got a couple things I do want to talk to you about before we get into some specific games here. Speaking of which, congrats on pulling out the big guns. Just put a Pistons name drop. No worries. But first off, how dare your Detroit Red Wings get a win over the Canes the other night? Of course they do that whenever I bet against them. And then Michigan upset, I mean, not upsetting, but beating Michigan State to the stomping that they did the other day. You've got to be feeling great with all your teams winning. Well, I thought you were going to say, how dare the Wings and Maple Leafs score 17 combined goals and like have the most ridiculous well, game ever. Yeah, how do they that, score? That was a different story. How do they score seven goals and lose a game? Gross. Gross. Just on <laughs> one off the modern record uh, for 18 total goals. That was insanity. But no, I'm feeling great uh, because Michigan, and, and you know, I, I brought this up with you before, and I think it's it's fascinating because at Bet Rivers, the third most bet team to make the Final Four right now is Michigan at 30 to one. I'm not saying they're going to do it. They're not even in the tournament fully yet. I think that win over Michigan state really helped them get towards, you know, getting in the tournament, no matter what, as long as they win an opening round game against an inferior team in the big 10 tournament, but to do what they did against Michigan state at Chrysler center on Tuesday, you know, after the, you know, bad loss they had at the Breslin center earlier in the season to see Michigan beat teams like Purdue and Iowa and now Michigan state. And yeah, they lost to Ohio state and they lost to Wisconsin, but this is a team even without their head coach right now, Juwan Howard, to the Big Ten tournament, that story, if they get in, 
with guys like you know Diabate, with guys like Hunter Dickinson, who's a double double machine. Uh, you know, with guys like Eli Brooks that seemingly have been there uh, as long as Aaron Kraft was at Ohio State, like twenty years, uh, at least it seemed that way. They've got a chance to to make some hay based on what bracket they get put in. If they're a first four team, mm-hmm. if they're a, a ten seed, an eight seed, a nine seed, whatever it ends up being, they're they're a talented team that could go on a run. I mean, they're one of the most disappointing teams in the country. That's a mantle you don't want to have, but it also means that they're a team that played well below their expectations. And what they did at Chrysler on Tuesday night in front of that maze rage crowds. And the, you know, just all the emotion there uh, at, at Chrysler Center was was something that they needed to do, and really is giving this team a lot of confidence when it matters most. I'd much rather be a team that is playing great at the end of the year, like Kemba Walker did years ago with Connecticut. They were like a a 500 team in at some point in February, and then won the title. Then play great at the beginning of the year, like Michigan State, and really kind of fizzle out. If State loses tonight to the Buckeyes, that's seven of nine losses for Michigan State after being so good early. So this is a good time for the Wolverines to really kind of get things going. Yeah, it's not your typical. Tom Izzo led team that we've seen with Michigan no. State this year. Um, but with regards to Michigan, Joe Lenardi does have them as a last four bye along with SDSU, San Francisco, and Wake. Tonight, you did mention Iowa back at it against the number 24 Iowa team, 6 p.m. Pacific time tip off. Two and a half point favorites over under in this one, 154 and a half. But they did beat Iowa, like you said, 84 79 just a couple weeks ago. How do you like their chances again tonight at home? Yeah, you know, Stormy, I was what I call a snickle fritz type of team. Like they they're 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 a team that looks at times like they're really good, and then at other times they don't play well at all. They look like they're just in, an inferior team based on, you know, a matchup with a team like a Michigan or Ohio State or whoever it ends up being. But I was I was legit. I mean, they're they're a good team. They they obviously can play solid defense, but Michigan was able to, you know, kind of exploit stuff. At, at Chrysler Center earlier in the season, a game that I, I think I gave out as a play plus four and a half, plus five on your show a, few, a couple weeks ago. And if you're the Wolverines right now, you're lucky because you've got Phil Martelli. And Phil Martelli, you know, for decades, coached at St. John at uh, St. Joseph's. You know, they were a one seed one year with Jameer Nelson. Uh, he knows what he's doing. It's it's obviously terrible to not have Jawan Howard on the sidelines. But if you're not going to have Jawan Howard right now, these guys all respect Phil Martelli. When Howard first got the job, we knew he obviously would be able to recruit. Could he coach? His first thing that he did was hire Martelli. It's paying off in dividends now. Michigan minus the small two. The late the nine o'clock. My my dad hates this. The nine o'clock local start at Chrysler <laughs> Center. Obviously, all for TV. Uh, but I like the Wolverines tonight. I mean, they already got Iowa once. They did it on the road, and I think they're going to do it again tonight. After, I mean, obviously, uh, can there be a letdown after a big win over your in-state rival? Of course. But I look for another huge game from Dickinson. Diabate to be flying through the air. Brooks to run the offense well. Good defense for the Wolverines. They match up well with Iowa. That's why they beat them on the road. And I like Michigan minus the two minus the one twelve right now. I'm seeing at Bet Rivers. Do you have any thoughts on the total? Just real quickly, we've got about a minute left before we have to take a break. I know sure. these are two potent offenses, and they did score over 160 points in that previous meeting. But does it feel a little bit inflated here? Story that totals insane. It's right? a buck fifty-five. Like, listen, I, I'm one of these kind of people, and I'm not like in line. Full disclosure, I don't love totals. I've been betting a lot of them lately, and not having great success some nights, other nights great success. I I covered it under by a half point last night. But I'll tell you this: there are times where you want to bang a total. There are times where you want to stay away. Yes, Michigan and Iowa could score in the one seventies, one eighties. Who knows? But one fifty-five. 
I'm not touching that right with <laughs> with a 10 foot pole. Get a load a 30 foot pole. I mean, this is a total spread side game for me. Maybe a money line play on Michigan minus 132, but I'm not touching a 155 total. Especially you know these late games of the year, whether it's a conference tournament game, Stormy, or a game you know in this situation where Michigan's trying to get into the tournament. Extended possessions, yeah, good teams run away with things, but a lot of times these games are tighter, less points, no chance of touching 155. No doubt, and I thought the same exact thing. We are with you there. And remember, everybody, the college basketball season is in full swing. We will continue talking about it throughout the course of this show. So grab five-hour energy to make sure you're staying alert to watch all your favorite games, or if you stayed up late to see that intense overtime game, take a five-hour energy shot in the morning to re-energize yourself for the day. Zero sugar, an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine. It's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find more than 15 flavors to choose from. Grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more. There's a flavor for everybody when you get 5-Hour Energy. And we're going to keep our energy up here on My Guys. Dan Leach is sticking around for our next segment as well. Don't miss it. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert. This segment brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free, they're spit-free, and made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid, place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zin's available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction, and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet. You can find Zin anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, Faction, find your Zin. Visit Zin.com. That's ZYN.com to learn more and find Zin nicotine pouches near you. Zin nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and up who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rolling along here with our guy Dan Leach, host of the Detroit City Cast. And as you know by now, I subject all of my guests to games. And so today we're gonna play a little ditty called Would You Rather? A couple of public plays out there that are very split. The public's 50-50 
on a lot of these, so you're gonna help us out. And it might not be the most fun of decisions, especially for this first one. Starting with, would you rather bet the Bruins puck line plus one and a half at minus 300 or the Golden Knights puck line minus a goal and a half at plus 235? The public split on this one, who, you, who would you rather? It's a simple story. I'm never taking a line minus 300 <laughs> in a hockey game. I, I'll lay the less the less cash and take the Golden Knights minus the one and a half. Get the value plus 235. I know the public split, but we know sometimes the public's stupid or, or just not as smart as they need to be. How about that? When you I'm taking the Golden Knights puck line. Right, and I mean, I am betting the Bruins money line tonight, um, but come on, minus 300 for the plus a goal and a half. Get out of here. All right. In I'd rather buy like a big plate of sushi. Spend the money on sushi, not on the brew. I don't even like sushi, and I would rather do that. Uh-oh, I'm, people are going to come for me on Twitter now for that one. Um, in college hoops, Michigan State plus six, or bet number 23, Ohio State minus six. Ohio State's getting 42% of the handle, but 50% of bets the public split again. What a segue, because I literally just did my Detroit City cast before I came on your amazing show. And, begrud- well, I don't want to say begrudgingly. I don't trust Michigan State. They're not, they, if they lose this game, it's seven of nine. But something tells me this is going to be a very close game. I think the Buckeyes are going to win it. But I think Gabe Brown has a nice one for Michigan State. They play some decent defense. And I'm going to take the six in this situation with Michigan State. Not desperate to make the tournament. They're in the tournament right now. But they've got to play some better basketball, especially after the tough win or the tough loss to Michigan the other night. I like Michigan State plus the six. They really do. That's a perfect way to say it. They just got to play better basketball. What's going on? Now to the team that freed you from Twitter jail. Once you, oh, terrible, terrible. The Detroit Pistons in action tonight. Plus eight and a half, plus nine, depending on where you get it. Or the Raptors minus eight and a half. Would you rather? Where are we going? Detroit basketball. Remember I taught you last week, it's Detroit. But when it comes to this, it's Detroit basketball. There we go. Uh, now listen. Of course, most of the time I'm, I'm making plays myself, but I you got to be, you know, you're only as smart as your smartest people around you who you surround yourself with. I have a lot of great friends that are very, very sharp handicappers, and my number one sharp NBA handicapper gave me Pistons plus nine early this morning. A lot of times you look at those lines, maybe it goes to seven or six and a half, uh, whatever the line you get from, from a guy like that early in the day. It's still right there at eight and a half, nine. I like the Pistons who've been playing. Listen, wins over Cleveland, wins over Charlotte is almost double-digit dogs. I was at LCA on Saturday with my dad, the doc guy, my nephew, the Owas. They hung it with Boston till the end, got the backdoor cover. Pistons are playing better basketball. And they came to, uh, I was going to say Cade McNamara, it's not football. <laughs> Cade Cunningham has a big night city. Bay's been playing well. I like the Pistons cover the eight and a half tonight. I'm going, not just because they freed me from Twitter jail, but I think this is a solid play, and I trust my friend. I'm going Pistons plus Oh, my God. See, and I have to trust you because the last time that you were on the show, you were like four of five. You just crushed every play that you threw out there, so I've got to trust you. Even though you're on Michigan, you're on Michigan State, and you're on Detroit basketball, the Detroit Pistons tonight. It's a homer kind of day, but Stormy, you know I'm like 80% on your show, so you got to trust this watch. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true, and I need you, like I said, after my rough day yesterday. I got one last would you rather for you. Would you rather have fingers for ears or ears for fingers? I'd rather have elephant ears. Because <laughs> I can eat them that way. I can eat them. There so, we is go. Is that okay? Can I answer the question that way? That's, I mean, it's sneaky, but you got to do what you got to do. Um, I just had to throw sneaky, it out there. Sneaky. <laughs>
Uh, let's continue our NBA talk a little bit more, though. Beyond the Pistons, was there any other game that stood out to you on the card today that piqued your interest a little bit? Well, listen, you know, the return of the Durantula, I have no trust in Brooklyn as far as like, listen, they're the eighth seed and they're the co-favorite to win the East when it comes to futures odds. That being said, this is still an incredibly talented team. I think there'll be a, a lot of, you know, atmosphere and energy in the building tonight for the return of Kevin Durant. Uh, you know, the Nets have obviously been a very weird and wacky team without him and some other injuries they've had. Uh, they're laying the one and a half right now. Uh, at Bet Rivers minus 112 and other places uh, against the Heat. And, and I think that this is going to be an atmosphere type of night. And I, I like, I think Brooklyn gets the job done. I mean, they might win this game and then lose two or three even with Durant back. Uh, but tonight with him back, the energy will be there. When you have a star that's been gone, what is it, 21 games, mm-hmm. and he comes back and they're at home, I think that there's a, a big advantage for that. And obviously the Heat, of course, playing some great basketball for the most part, for the better part of the last month plus. I think the Nets get the job done tonight. So it's not like a strong play for me, but I like the Nets in this situation because a lot of times, Stormy, you got to look at situational batting. This is a perfect example of that. The, the return of the Durantula. Give me the Nets. And don't make me a liar, please. Yeah, no, and you've got the heat on the second half of a back-to-back. Even without Durant, the Nets did play them close. It was like a three- or a four-point game when they played two weeks ago. Yep. So, no, I, I like the lean here. Um, we'll see what happens in KD's return and if the the fan base basically outweighs any rust that he might have in his debut back. Um, let's turn our attention, though, to the NFL and the Detroit Lions with the NFL Combine, of course, taking place this week. Um, what do you think their biggest need is ultimately going to be with one of those earlier picks. I think their biggest need is to win a playoff game for the first time since 92. No, I, I listen, they've got needs. They've got a lot of needs, but this is obviously what happens in a full rebuild. You can't, you know, do everything at once. You've got to be smart. And even in his first year, Brad Holmes, I call him Brad Sherlock Holmes, who of course was with the Rams, helped build that team into a Super Bowl champion uh, with less need. I, I really already trust him in, in just one year when he did in the draft last year and also what he was able to do training Matthew Stafford, who I hated to see go. You know, I'm a big Stafford guy, but it was the right move and Stafford got that title. I think their biggest need, though, is edge rusher. I mean, they've got pieces on that defensive line that have, you know, that have been okay for the last couple of years, but they need a wrecking ball. And the fact that they're picking overall number two, you know, could you see Neil having the offensive lineman go overall one and give him the, the pick of the litter, whether it's Thibodeau from Oregon or whether it's Hutchinson from Michigan, you know, and this is, is I'm going to sound like a homer again, you know, obviously I, I'm a Michigan fan, but I think Hutchinson to me, and I of course saw him up close and personal in many games. I watched a lot of Oregon games on television though. I just think he's the better player. I think Thibodeau has his advantages and the Lions are into his athleticism for all the people that I talk to that cover the lines day in, day out. But Hutchinson, to me, just seems like a guy that could change a franchise. So to have the ability to take one of those two monsters mm-hmm. and overall number two, if they're both there, it's a great problem to have. And I think that's the biggest need. And then obviously wide receiver is probably the second biggest need because this is a team that literally went from having Calvin Johnson and some very decent receivers to nothing and getting guys off the scrap heap. So those are the two biggest needs to me. Obviously, quarterback's probably the overall biggest (laughs) need because you have to have a quarterback to win a Super Bowl, but that's not going to be looked at this year. That's probably in next year's draft. Golf will be there for at least one more year. All due respect to a a former Super Bowl participant, but golf is not the future in Detroit to me. Uh, So this year, edge rusher, wide receiver. Then you look at maybe a linebacker uh, and offensive line. Okay, so for you... What would a successful offseason look like? And I know, like me, you're somebody who likes Dan Campbell. You have belief in him being able to turn this team around. What does he need to do to get this team to the right place where they're not finding themselves at the bottom of the league year in and year out anymore? 
Story, it's, it's a perfect question. And, and I am a fan of Dan Campbell. And obviously, I'm not, it's not just about biting kneecaps and the energy. I mean, he does kind of remind me of myself because I'm nuts. But, <laughs> but you know, the, the jury is still obviously out on him. I, I really, I know it's only been one year, but the, it, me and a lot of people I respect trust Brad Campbell, or Brad Holmes. Dan Campbell needs to find a way to move this franchise forward. And they were in a lot of games late. He made some wacky decisions sometimes. What a, a successful offseason looks to me like is having another solid draft. And then next year, this team going from you know being a three uh, you know fourteen and, or thirteen and one team to winning five or six games to being even more competitive and making you think the team or feel you know just by the obvious eye test and metrics that they are getting better and as they add players to the draft and free agency as Dan Campbell gets more experience as being a head coach he was an interim in Miami for a while but now it's his own team. This is the this is the way you've got to take a team in a full rebuild. You've got to move them forward the way Jim Schwartz did after the Lions were 0 16. He improved in each of his first three years, went to the playoffs. That's what I want to see with Dan Campbell. Moving the team forward. The guys obviously play hard for him. They love him, but they've got to they got to win some games mm-hmm. and look like they're an improving team. Look at the Bengals, forward team to the Super Bowl. It can happen in the NFL. And that's what I want to see the Lions moving forward in 2022. No, and I think that's the perfect example that if you put the right things in place, it can take you far that coming season. It doesn't necessarily have to matter what your record was the year before thank you as always dan and i'm following a number of your picks tonight i need the help thanks buddy cash is coming in love you stormy cash money homie that's dan leach host of the detroit city cast you can check that out anywhere that you download your podcast when we come back it's thirsty thursday my college hoops play of the day which will be better than mtsu last night and steve buchanan of DraftKings. we're going to get an update on the mlb situation and talk some more nfl Listen to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24 7 streaming, daily best bets, emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for just $19. So whether you're filling out a bracket, you're betting against the spread, or your team is here, we're getting you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including our guy G-Unit, Greg Hoops-Peterson, on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to those potential Cinderella stories. Sign up today, get the betting guide, plus full access to VSIN through April 5th for just $19 at vsin.com slash madness. And the madness is going on today, of course, with conference tournaments and a number of teams still just wrapping up their regular seasons. And so, it's Thirsty Thursday here on My Guys in the Desert. And you know how when you were in college and you went to a college basketball game and you're drinking, you're having fun, and then you regret everything the next day? That's how I feel about this pick as I am filling my cup with the fave in the Oregon Ducks, who I told you guys I wasn't going to bet anymore, but I couldn't help it. I bet them as a four-point favorite. They are up to five, which also frustrates me that money's going to that side. But both teams are bad. Uh, They're playing Washington. Both are also bad at covering. But the Ducks have at least competed in close games and beat some of the best teams in the conference, while Washington's just looks significantly worse. And the last time these two met, Oregon pulled off an 84-56 blowout win by 28 points at home. And while I don't expect that same type of a performance in Washington tonight, on the road. The Ducks still have won the last six straight games against the Huskies. 
12 of their last 13 meetings as well. Will Richardson was at his best that last game against Washington, 21 points. And I'm sure he's pretty ticked off after going 0 for 8 from the floor last game against USC. And the Ducks lost by just one point. Washington's defense, by the way, which allowed over 73 points per game this year, is just the squad I think Richardson can take that anger out on. Give me the Ducks! Even though it's against my better judgment, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can here. Uh, time now to turn our attention to Major League Baseball and the NFL as we bring in DraftKings analyst Steve Buchanan, who covers both sports very intimately. Steve, how are you, my friend? Are you holding up okay with the news about baseball? Yeah, see, this is why it's great to have Twitter because I can give my opinions that aren't family friendly, but tone it down for television because that's what's important. So that's what we'll do here. I appreciate you, pal. I know last time that we were on the program, not knowing what was going on, we talked about just, we'll just have to go to Crumble Cookie more often. I guess that's what we'll do for now. So no diets for us, at least. Um, But let's talk a little bit about what this means from a betting perspective um, for people that, you know, normally would have, whether it's a season win total to jump in on or anything like that and and now we're not able to what does that mean for for betters knowing that those opening day series are at least cut yeah, I mean, I mean that's a big thing, too, because like you think of some of these teams, like half of the teams in the league are going to miss at least uh, six home games now. So now some of these teams are going to be playing, what, maybe 74 home games? Like, I know that's still a lot of games to be played, but obviously there's a lot of things to think about here. Some game teams won't be playing teams that are in their division. They'll have less games there. So there's a lot to take in here. Like, realistically, I think maybe we'll get a start of the season in the month of May, which feels like a, you know, a long time away from here, but there's still a lot to be figured out. Still a lot of free agents that need to sign mm-hmm. too as well so this is just prolonging that situation and I know you're very in the know you're always talking to different people around the league what's your feel for how the CBA agreement is going I know it seems like just in a couple of days they made significantly more progress than they did in the months prior but we're still not where we need to be so what still needs to get figured out a lot. I mean, these uh, both sides are feels like they're miles away on, on the most important issues, supposed to be that luxury tax number there. Uh, I mean, there's going to someone's going to have to give at some point. And I think that's the most frustrating part is that neither side is really willing to give an inch. It feels like at all. So, uh, you know, I, I talked to a few people that are in the know very frustrated things that I cannot repeat on the air, uh, but it, that's how it feels right now. And it's really frustrating because, you know, for people like us, you know, we love the sport of baseball. We just want to see these teams get out there and play and we're losing time with some of the most prolific players in MLB, Fernando Tatis, Mike Trout, Juan Soto. These guys are in their prime. They're not playing right now. It's extremely frustrating that they're not playing and it's not because of everything else that's going on the wor- in the world. It's what's going on within the league. Yeah, and we've seen so many players voicing their frustrations as well. Nobody real happy with the situation with the league or Rob Manfred for that reasoning, as we showed him on the screen there. Um, let's talk, though, a little NFL then. Since you do have all this time on your hands, I know you're doing a little extra research on the draft, getting ready for all things that are going on at the Combine. So uh, I know we can bet on who will be the top overall pick. Who's your pick? Yeah, so this is somebody that's moved up the board dramatically. Iki Aquanu, I think, is going to be the guy that gets taken first overall. Just to put this in perspective, back on January 18th on the DraftKings Sportsbook, he was 100 to 1 to go first overall. Now he sits at 4 to 1 behind Evan Neal and Aiden Hutchinson. A massive, massive movement there. We've seen him going first in a lot of these recent mock drafts there. He's primarily a tackle, but he's willing to move to guard too if that's what it needs. 
That's what the Jaguars need. They need help up front to to, to uh, protect Trevor Lawrence. Think of this like a like a museum, okay? The museum gets their diamond, all right? That's Trevor Lawrence, but there's no glass encasing around it, so everybody can do whatever, just touch it, feel it, whatever they want. That's what happened to Lawrence last season. He was one of the worst under pressure all season long, second worst in yards per attempt when under pressure, uh, second worst in completion percentage. They need someone in the front there to help him. This is going to be the guy. You mentioned all those poor stats and didn't even mention, oh, yeah, and by the way, he also led the league in interceptions. So maybe a little bit of extra time to make his decisions will help out in that instance (laughs) as well. So what is it, and props to you for saying his name as tremendously as you did, what is it about the NC State product that has risen his stock to the extent that it has been? Well, the other thing is, too, is that Evan Neal is not going to be at the Combine, and that's the guy that was supposed to be going potentially number one overall. So now this is more uh, time for him to get in front there. But, you know, the, the ability for him to switch positions if needed, he's primarily a tackle, but his willingness to move inside to guard, I think it really kind of makes him that versatile guy. And for as big as this man is, I mean, the way that he moves on tape, it's almost violent what he can do up front there. That's what the Jaguars really need up front there. So I think that's really going to move him up the boards and just be able to showcase his abilities here at the Combine. It's going to make a massive difference for him as well. Well, speaking of somebody showcasing their uh, their abilities, their physical attributes, Kenny Pickett, the news did come in. He did get his hands measured eight and a half inches. Very, very big news here on the program. But many believe he to be one of, one of the top, if not the top quarterback prospects off of the board. What's your feel with regards to the quarterback market in this class. Yeah, look, I mean, there's a lot of teams that could use a quarterback, but you think of one of the teams that really does need to use, to get one is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I think that they have a very legitimate chance of moving into that top 10. Maybe they do that deal with the Jets, who have two picks in the top 10 there. They have the n- number four pick overall, then they have that 10 pick from the Seattle Seahawks that they got. Pittsburgh is picking 20th right now. I mean, getting as far as they did was actually probably the worst thing that could have happened for them, but there's a few teams in front of them. If they stood pat at 20th, that could take a quarterback in that spot. So I think this is a spot where Pittsburgh could move up here. Maybe that's who they take there, but Denver, Washington, the Saints all in front of them could take a quarterback. The Steelers can't afford for let, to let that happen. Uh, another team that seems primed to potentially take a quarterback off the board as well is, at least to me, the Carolina Panthers. I don't think that Sam Darnold is the answer, despite how good those opening three games of the season were this past year. What are you thinking for, for their shot with regards to the quarterback market, who they might take? Yeah, Sam Darnold will always be able to hold on to those three games of glory. We thought that the Panthers were absolute geniuses after that, but then it went back to the Sam Darnold of old, and now we know what happens here. But look, I think it really comes down to the Panthers equally need two positions. They need somebody at offensive tackle, and they need a quarterback. I think the quarterback is the more important one here. I understand that this quarterback class isn't as flushed as it's been in a couple years past, but again, talking about some of these other teams that need the quarterback, the Panthers should be able to take one here and if they take one at their current position that could really cause a big ripple effect for the rest of the picks here because like the saints are another team that we mentioned need a quarterback they have absolutely no money to spare right now that's why sean payton chucked up the deuces and said i'm out of here i'm gonna go in the booth i don't want to deal with this cap space so i think the panthers really should or at least have the notion that they're going to take a quarterback here they could really get some value out of that number six pick if they want to trade down and take an offensive tackle here. But I think the Panthers really need to get a quarterback in this spot. With regards to uh, to the Saints situation, Jameis Winston, he's been posting all of his workouts on Instagram. He looks good. Do you think he's got a chance to return or no shot? 
Uh, I, I mean, personally, I would love to see it. I would love to see Jameis going down there. He's got the LASIK eye surgery. Right? He feels good now. He can see, which is great. <laughs> As a quarterback, you definitely want to see who's downfield and throwing down there. But look, I mean, I think there is an offside chance here that he, we, we could get him at the quarterback. But I think the Saints really need to really think this over here. Like I mentioned, they have one of the worst cap situations in the league. I think that's something they really need mm -hmm. to focus on. Try to develop somebody in the draft. Get somebody there. So I think that's an option for them. But hey. Winston's at least going to put the work in. If anything, at worst, he might be a good trade candidate during the season. Steve, thanks as always for your insight. I'm sad that we had to talk football today instead of MLB, but appreciate your time as always. Hey, enjoy those cookies. We'll talk to you later. Oh, will do. Every day I'm getting those bad boys. That's Steve Buchanan of DraftKings. Covers the NFL and MLB tremendously all year long for us. But yes, crumble is a way of life. When we come back, a little NHL. I've got my power plays as we try to bounce back from what the lightning did to your girl yesterday. And Derek Stevens, owner and CEO here at Circle, will join me in studio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, remember Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. They've got city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, DC. You can subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. We're wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert. Time for today's power plays. And after I got wrecked yesterday, compliments of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Thank you very much. We are looking for a bounce back today and we're starting here in Vegas, but I'm back in the other side. I got the Boston Bruins plus 105 on the money line overnight. Bruins coming off that 4-3 loss to the Ducks, but it was their fourth game in six days all on the road. They've had a little bit of rest now as they come here to Vegas and they just feel like the better team, especially when Jeremy Swayman's between the pipes. He's allowed two or fewer goals now in six straight games and the Golden Knights just have so many injuries, including to their captain Mark Stone, fellow top liner Max Pacioretty, uh, which has obviously caused the offense to suffer over the last seven games, their only wins are against San Jose. So don't like that. Give me the bees in T-Mobile tonight. And also the Florida Panthers. I'm going puck line against the Senators tonight. Just a small bet here. But the Panthers are one of the best teams in the NHL, and they've dropped three straight games, despite, in my opinion, playing the better games, being the more dominant team in all of those losses. I don't see them dropping a fourth game 
game against an Ottawa team that's not only wildly inconsistent, but dealing with various lingering health concerns of their own. They're losers in four of their last five games. Ottawa also embarrassed the Panthers on their home ice 8-2 back in December in Sunrise. It was their worst home loss since 2013. This feels like the perfect get-right revenge spot for Florida. I think we see a motivated team that ideally, for my bet, would score early and often. Uh, let's continue with the fun, though, as we bring in the one and only Derek Stevens, owner and CEO here at Circa, live in studio with us just outside of like the best sports book in the history of sports book. We've been starting this segment lately with who you need in hockey. So what you got for me? Yeah, you know, Stormy, both of your plays, I've got comments on both. Oh, days. shoot. Here we go. So um, I saw, you know, on, on your uh, Bruins selection, you got that on the overnight mm-hmm. one. Great, great call because you got plus 105 on the Bruins, right? Correct. Now the Bruins are the favorite. <laughs> Bruins are, are, are minus 109 here at uh, at Circa. I think I saw a couple minus 110s. I actually saw 115 on the board earlier. So you got a lot of value on that because they have been betting the Bruins. Now you didn't post. Not sure if you? I like the Bruins <laughs> getting bet, though. That always is a bad feeling when people are on your side sometimes, right? But well, no, I didn't post these plays yet. Well, good, uh, good value on what you got. Um, and then... On um, the the uh, the second game with the Panthers uh, Panthers Senators game, that is currently our number one decision of the night. Okay, and we are together on this one because they bet the hell out of the Senators today. Really, they yeah. like the dog. What's well, the value had, on the we dog? Had a, we had a huge amount of uh, chalk games going in today. You know, it's crazy. And, and I think in general, there's a little bit of a thought process right now in hockey. Um, you bet the biggest dog on the board, or you bet the biggest. I mean, we had three three games that were like uh, the, the minus four hundred range, and uh, they bet all the dogs. So right now, um, right now we're hanging a three eighty six on the Panthers minus. Uh, I'm sorry, minus three sixty six. Uh, Ottawa's only coming back at plus three twenty two. Okay. So they've been betting Ottawa all day long, and that is, like I said, the number one the number one decision we have uh, at Circus Sports today. It's because hockey games are so crazy. Yeah. Like anything can happen yeah. on a given night, and like like we saw with the Lightning, um, just getting damage done to them the way they did to the, against the Buffalo Sabers of all teams. Like how does that happen? But tonight, yeah, we see the Florida Panthers as a huge favorite. Um, you've got the. Uh, Colorado Avalanche, who always are even on the road, a giant favorite against the Coyotes tonight. They're all over the place. The Calgary Flames, uh, another really big one against the Montreal Canadiens. These prices are crazy. And I feel like I'm always asking bookmakers, like, is it going to change? Like, are we going to see it go back to where it went a 230 favorite was a really big favorite and it doesn't seem to be trending that direction no, it doesn't seem to be trending that direction but i mean think about some of the days this week i mean we had a day this week where between hockey and uh and the nba uh 10 and 0 favorites you know that's mm-hmm. on the bookmaking side that's not always <laughs> that's what not we're looking what you for want. <laughs> but uh but no so far so far um action and hockey lately has been um Take the uh, take the big dog and okay. and um, you know it's been paying off recently. Now it didn't you know a month a month and a half ago, uh, but uh, but it certainly has been lately. I know you're a big Golden Knights fan. Um, just as a personal perspective, you're hoping that that I lose my bet tonight, though, aren't you? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I also told you why as well because yeah. I bet the hell out of the Bruins. We actually have a lot of Nesson fans. Nesson fans in town. We're taking about uh, uh, twenty people to the game tonight. Oh, fun. Um, this is the game that's circled on the calendar every year. Um, this is when Darren Banks gets to uh, relive uh, his legendary moments at the Boston Garden, and uh, 
He's uh, he is our number one host today. So I think we're taking uh, I think we're taking twenty eight people and uh, Banksy's uh, hosting. Everybody. That's awesome. I'm hurt. sure him and Shane Knighty will go commiserate, talk about all their Bruins days and the fun that they had out there. But yeah, we um, get to and we get to have a little bit of fun with this because the game is early. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a unique unique time frame. Six p.m. game here, so. That means at 9 p.m., I'm going to be hanging out at Mega Bar, and Banks is going to roll in with, with 28 people that have been drinking for five hours. So th- that's always pretty special. That's awesome. And a great lead-in to what just a crazy scene that it's going to be here in Vegas very soon with all of the conference tournaments coming up, March Madness coming very soon. Do I, We talked during Super Bowl time about all of the just record setting, whether it was handle, viewership of the games as well. Do you anticipate that same or better type of handle potentially for March Madness this year? Oh, I think that there's a lot of reasons, a lot of macro reasons, actually. Um, this will be the biggest March Madness in uh, in Vegas history. This will be the biggest um, March Madness in Nevada history. This will be the biggest March Madness in uh, U.S. history. I think combination of pent-up demand, and now I think people are a little bit more freely jumping on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I think uh, just the way, you know, you're going to – you always have this continued growth – but now that there's so much more legal gambling around the country, um, I think it spurred people in. I and mean, we've never seen bookings like this uh, for for hotels or restaurants. I, we've never seen anything like this. So, I remember the last couple of years. Um, well, we didn't have March Madness two years yeah. ago, and then and then last year it was still you know just kind of. People weren't really sure where we stood. So this is going to be a blowout year. It's so exciting. I'm thrilled. I can't yeah. wait for it. And I know that here you guys are going to have a lot going on too. So whether it's the pool, the sports book, what can people expect if they're coming out to Circa this time of year? Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of parties. We got a couple free parties, uh, one at the, the Detroit Ballroom at the D and one here in our warehouse. Uh, free parties, first come, first serve and all that. Um, all of our paid locations uh, pretty well are sold out, whether it's the sports book here or whether it's Stadium Swim or some of our other events. So um, bookings have been just terrific. Um, you can still get in like as a yeah. GA or some of the events, but, uh, but, uh, the paid events have just, uh, it's just gone crazy. Taken off. And you know, it, March Madness is, it's just not that first weekend, but now it's sweet 16 elite eight. And now you know, we got some things coming on with uh final four and, mm-hmm. you know, Spanky's doing bet bash here. So that's going to be a pretty great thing. But then now backing it up to, to really to today, March Madness effectively starts today. I mean, mm-hmm. you got you've got teams that are getting eliminated uh, tonight um, from from their conferences. So really, it's this is a really mm-hmm. unbelievable thirty days in Las Vegas. Agreed. And tickets are officially about to get punched here by the end of the week that we're going to start seeing that happen with conference tournaments that started early. Uh, I forgot. I can't even believe that we've gotten this far into the segment that the show's almost over, and I haven't even given you all of the congratulations to see Michigan with a huge win over Michigan State earlier this week. Big win. Michigan needed it more than Michigan State, but they both uh, they both need wins tonight. I mean, mm-hmm. Michigan's got a home game against Iowa. Um, tough game, but again, it's always tough to win on the road in the mm-hmm. Big Ten. Um, they beat them pretty good in yeah. the previous matchup against Iowa, which is good. It's, Got that in yeah. your pocket. Yeah, and maybe maybe now Michigan's kind of coming together. This whole Martelli team uh, and uh, and Hunter Dickinson having having the game of his life uh, last week. That looks looks great. Um, Michigan State's kind of struggling, so everybody's kind of wondering when's this Izzo train going to start uh, going to start moving. You know, a tough game at Ohio State tonight. Um, I saw the overnight number, and the moment I saw it, I thought, ooh. You know, I don't know. This it seems like a pretty big number to me. It has come down because last night it was posted as a six, down to a five. Mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if you you end up seeing you know a five uh, uh, moving down to a potentially a four and a half, four. 
I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with this Michigan State team yeah. this year. Like it's just you're so accustomed to the way that Tom Izzo led teams play, and they haven't been that for whatever reason. Like these games have been wonky. Yeah, like in the last couple of decades, he finds a couple of junior senior leaders and he starts mm-hmm. riding them, riding them really hard, and uh, it just hasn't gelled the same way it has in many years in the past. I know we only have about a minute left, and I'm again everything. The segment just goes by too fast. But with the MLB officially, we know that they're postponing games. You talked about the great things you guys are doing with Friday night baseball here at Circa. Are you expecting a bigger handle on that with MLB postponed? Oh, no question. I mean, the, the, you know, as much as as a baseball fan, and and for you, um, you know, a journalist, I, you're gonna, we all we all miss baseball. I mean, there's the only emotion I could really say it's sad. You know, I'm not, I'm not taking a position one side or the other. It's just sad what's coming out. But remember, when things like this happen, it opens up the door to other other opportunities. We've got an extended hockey playoff. We've got mm-hmm. NBA. We've got an unbelievable march coming up in college basketball. And we're going to push uh, college baseball. And I, and I think, you know, you, we have enough to talk about. We're going to be busy, so it's good. I think college baseball is going to be really the big victor in all this, particularly because they're going to see a lot more. Uh, television time. That's awesome. Cannot wait. Thanks for the time. As always, Derek, keep it locked. Danny Burke and Rush Hour coming up after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.